When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Work For It podcast on the Makery Network. I'm Brian House. And I'm Ben Butler. And together we represent the two most important components of the maker world. I work the steel. And I work the wood. The show's primary focus is business in the workshop. And then we reach out to you on social media with a question every week. We read your answers and then discuss them on the show. Follow our show on any major podcast platform and on Instagram at workforit.podcast. Or you can support us for as little as $1 a month on patreon.com forward slash workforit. Let's get on with the show. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Brian House here, and you're listening to the Work For It podcast. And today we are joined in the studio, as always, with Ben Jammin Butler and our special guest. I don't know if you've noticed, but when I posted the image for the question for the podcast, I asked you, What was your pickle? Did you have a pickle? And if any of you can guess who might be coming on the podcast today, but Mr. Pickle Cutters himself, Mr. Nick Tobin. What's happening, Nick? Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I put Nick through some serious shit because he wanted to come on the podcast and I made him go get a microphone and everything else. So oh, now he's, yeah. he sounds good, though. I mean, you sound yeah, really good. I sound just like you, Brian. I've got the voice for the show. You got a face <laughs> for radio. Yeah. And... And, by the way, no one would ever know the difference, but you are in Canada. Yeah. Wow, it's Where a long way for that shit to travel, you know? Yeah, it's like long-distance relationships, <laughs> you know? All that cold <laughs> this weather. This is how it's done now. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, how exactly. everything is done now. Everything's done online, fucking... Yeah. yeah via exactly. the internets. Yeah, I am. I am over the the whole pandemic thing. In fact, um, I I listened to. I don't know if you guys listen to the Simple Little Life podcast that Jeremy from Simple Little Life puts out. Yeah. Uh, but he, I listened to the one um, called. Uh, oh gosh, it's called uh, "I'm Cheering for Italy," and he talks about like what's happening with the you know his views, his point of views, and uh, Jeff over at the Knife Talk podcast. He's really into this hot take thing where he like mm -hmm. gives like basically an unpopular opinion and Jeremy's calling for like level headed stuff. You know, he's saying like, I believe in this. I don't believe in this. I believe that we should be somewhere in the middle. Um, and I don't, I personally don't know what it's like up in Canada, so I don't know, but I have a feeling that it's a little bit more of a lockdown situation than what we have down here in Florida. It, by the way, in Florida, you would never know that there's anything going on here other than people that's, wearing masks. I mean, that's yeah. it. 
kind of looks even like China stern. before COVID when everybody was wearing a mask there anyways. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, exactly. No, up here, it's, it's to be honest with you, it's divided. Everything is different, like from one province to another. Like, they all have their own little rules. Like, we, we literally can't leave our province of New Brunswick without, like, if we leave the province, leave the borderline, come back. We have to quarantine for 14 days no matter what. A province is like a state, right? Yeah, it's like a state. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah. Your province yeah. is New Brunswick. Yeah, my pro- where yeah. I'm from is New Brunswick, exactly. Okay, yeah. And, and um, So if you leave New Brunswick and you come back, you're supposed to, quote unquote, quarantine, quarantine for, for 14, 14 wow. days. Yeah. If you're traveling internationally and you're flying back into Canada, there's a mandatory three-day hotel stay for $2,000. Out of your pocket, and Come you on. have to have a test within seventy-two hours of flying into Canada, which you have to pay for that test as well. Interesting. Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Like, how do they like, enforce this though? I mean, that's the is the there sheep, anybody the sheep the herd everybody's just they're just doing, just, it. They're just doing yeah. it the herd yep and I'm just I'm busy doing my thing so I don't really. You know, at some points it gets yeah. overwhelming where you just can't really, like, like at one point after the holidays, we went into a five-week-long lockdown. Everything, like all the small commerces, everything was shut down. You couldn't even go to Walmart and buy some clothes. Like, everything yeah, was wrapped up. You could only buy food and gasoline, weed, and booze. That's literally, that was, like, Life's weed and booze bad, was essential. You yeah, but you, you can't buy clothes, but you, you can buy, buy weed. Clothes, you buy weed sir, and, and sir, booze. put the scarf down. We're going to yeah. need, oh, oh, you want to buy that bag of uh, Kush? Sure, yeah. OG Kush, here, here, here's an ounce of that. Put them socks back and you could walk out with your Kush. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> here, here, you know, it's there. dead middle of winter and, like, no, you can't go buy a winter coat. It's ridiculous. Wow. It's amazing because here in Idaho, which is a very red state, nobody's wearing masks you know it's mm-hmm. it's amazing like the Ain't compliance no level is even. just dumping yeah it's is it just texas about to open mask. up like full wide open like, texas is going wide open yeah, yeah they're like 100 percent all in like fuck it yeah well, that's yeah, how it i get be. it i get it yeah. like, florida did the same thing i mean you know when you're looking at the numbers over the course of the year and you see that you know the death rate is about the same you know yeah. no matter what it, it didn't change what, anything what the, didn't really change much. No. Um, I get it that people want to feel safe, and you know, mm-hmm. I wear a mask. I, I've said this like over and over, but I'll say it again. I'm not smart enough to understand it, nor do I want to get this this yeah. flu yeah. or this virus. So I just wear a mask. And um, on so right about f- like two minutes away from my house, there's this um, big uh, grocery store called Seed to Table, and it was on CNN. It was on all the major net news networks because Alfie Oaks, who's the guy that runs it, uh, is uh, a, a staunch, uh, you know, uh, anti-masker. Like, basically, if you walk into this grocery store wearing a mask, you get the stink eye from everybody. It's it's like a little weird. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, you know, I, wear, I wore a mask when I went in there, and it was almost like the employees were like – like basically communicating through their eyes, like right. "fuck you," like yeah. you are, oh, what are those guys? Sheep. Yeah. Oh man! And I'm thinking to myself, you don't know my my situation, by the way, because you know I had sick kids at home, and you know you want yeah. me to walk in here without a mask on, and I don't really know if I have COVID or not. I'm just trying right. to protect you guys, and mm. uh, and I, <laughs> and then of course, you know, it, it somebody from the news 
walked in there and then filmed it. And of course, Alfie is the marketer of the century. Like this guy, right. I mean, he had like a Trump truck breakdown, break quote unquote, breakdown in front of his store <laughs> and block all the traffic, you know, all this stuff. And oh man, he knows how to get all eyes on him. And, yeah. and, you know, he, he just ran with it. He's just like, yeah, no, you don't have to wear a mask in here. Oh, the governor says you have to wear a mask. And he, like, puts a sign up right in front that says yeah. no mask required. Brilliant. Like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and did, did it anyway. Um, and that's, like, two minutes from my house. Yeah. And yeah. He, he, know, the, that just... parking lot is slammed busy all the time. I bet. So I bet. it's crazy. And it's crazy how – it's different from one state to another, one province to another. Like, yeah, like I'm right. It's a mindset. Yeah, like it really, you know, Ryan, I'm right on the border of Maine. Like, I see Maine right across the border. My family's all yeah. in Maine. I haven't seen my family in a year. Uh, my brother's in Connecticut. I haven't seen him in a year, and most of my family's in Connecticut too. And like, we, we haven't been able to go there, and they haven't been able to come here. But they're living, you know, like you said in Florida. It's like. Everybody's got a mask, but everything's open. You could go and sit down and eat, have a beer. Like I could go sit down at a restaurant and have a beer or have a lunch with somebody. We we're allowed a group of 10 right now. Like we, we have color zones right now. We're in zone orange (laughs) and uh, we're allowed to have a a bubble of 10 people, including your, your family members, like whoever your household is. So if you're five in the household, you're allowed five other people outside of your household. But those five people need to have, you know they, they they can't have five other people because they're already part of ten. Man. Oh, so get, it's like a little like family group of ten, yeah, yeah, like yeah. A bubble re- type situation. Yeah, yeah, it's a, exactly. Yeah. You said it's a bubble. It's a bubble of ten, like your top ten. Yeah. So you remember when you guys are in my bubble? I just want you to know that you're yeah, part of yeah. my ten. Amen. My yeah. bubble is eight by twelve, and anybody's welcome. <laughs> it's got a couple of grinders in it. <laughs> yeah, a couple of grinders, no dust collection. <laughs> Right. Yeah. You're more than welcome. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. so hey, I wanted to start off the show and and just do do a couple of like uh, small bits of information that I've gathered about uh, what we've done a switch over now. I don't know if you noticed, but the last show came out a little late, and that's because we moved our hosting where our podcast host is, which is if you don't understand this is like a feed so spotify and apple itunes and all these you know uh, podcast feeds they pull from a host and uh craig in his infinite wisdom you know got annoyed with our previous host so we moved over uh to this uh, it's a diff- just a different website basically called red circle and i didn't realize this because megaphone which was the old host that we had uh, they their reporting was yeah mega bone they they their <laughs> reporting was terrible like you could not find out I had a hard time running reports but Red Circle has an amazing like uh, like map situation where yeah. you can like look at and see where people are listening from and like how many oh, shows nice. they've downloaded and all these nice like easy to understand charts so I get a notification from Chartable that we are now in the top 100 in in the United Ooh. States for in the hobbies, uh, you know, sort of category, which I think is awesome. I have, by the way, no idea what that means. I don't really know if you know that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I can only imagine being in the top 100 is probably pretty good for any category. 
Um, but then I started digging into the numbers and looking at all of the, like the heat map of all the places that everyone listens to the show. And it's unbelievable how many people are listening all over Isn't the it? world. Ton- tons nice. of people in Europe and the at U.S. Did, yeah, because you have access to it, Ben. It's insane. Did you, did you see the heat map? Yeah. Did you see yeah. the yeah. screenshot of that, Brian? Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, I'll grab it after yeah. the show so you yeah. can see it. So when you join up a new host, they tell you like, okay, you can't advertise. Uh, you know, we're not going to sell ads on your show until you know you reach a certain amount of downloads. And then once we did the switch over and we did our first show, the first show immediately allowed us to be monetized because nice. that's how many people downloaded it. Yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. So thank you to every one of you who is listening. And by listening, you're supporting the work that we do. That is the work for podcast. So thank you so much. And we will continue every week to pump out uh, a mediocre show like we do right now. So. Mediocre? What the fuck are you talking about, mediocre? You got fucking sitting here paying attention. <laughs> so I just oh, looked. Man. There's t- 25 different countries on the list. That's pretty 25. damn cool, man. That's it is cool. That's incredible. Right? That's solid, Everywhere yeah. from the Ukraine to Kenya, Denmark, Spain, Israel, uh, Norway, Australia, Germany, United States, Canada. I was gonna even say where the fuck's from Canada. Canada. <laughs> even people from I, Canada. Listen. I actually, I actually get people like I, I, like you know, Facebook. You know, there's so much networking done on Facebook, and I talk to all kinds of people and other Smiths and whatnot, and uh, I, I refer them to the podcast constantly. It's like you go, Thank go, you. go, Thanks, go man. listen, Thank go you. listen to this, and yeah, sure. and you're a big yeah. proponent. Like you've pushed my work. You know, not just in the the podcast world but you've also pushed my plans and my website my youtube channel so the most i could do dude if it wouldn't be for you i wouldn't have upped my game at that point you know what i'm saying i wonder if i wonder if we should tell the story about how you got the grinder into the into canada because you know i don't know how illegal (laughs) it was but No, I think we, it was legit. We, it, was, it was legit. Was it legit? My little bro- okay. Yeah, because my little brother technically is allowed to go because he works in the States. Okay. And uh, he's allowed to go work. <laughs> he's so. allowed to take the bracelet off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's allowed to take <laughs> out the chip. <laughs> I had to ship it to like some like weird post office box in Maine. Yeah. And then somebody, there was like a handoff and a cash yeah. you know, thing that happened. <laughs> about no horse. customs, no nothing. <laughs> No, we just chucked it over the river, you know, slingshotted it over the river. <laughs> uh, but no, oh, man. Uh, no, it got it got through easily. Like I've had a few things shipped. Uh, like I said, my little brother crosses regularly, so uh, I just have it shipped to one of my aunt's houses, and uh, and when it's in, she leaves it outside, and he picks it up and yeah. brings me whatever. But I don't like to bother anybody much. So since then. Right. Uh, I think it happened once, and it was Richards, the the clamping system. Oh yeah, yeah, he it got it that. to me. Yeah, yeah, he got it to me that way. But um, like I had um, Daryl, Daryl Bel- uh, Belknap, Daryl yep, sending Belknap. me tracking. Yeah, Belknap. Yeah, he's sending me his tracking system. That sat at customs for six days in Montreal. It's now on its way here. I should be getting that Monday, but that fucker's been gone for two weeks now, if not more. Yeah. Man. It's been in the system, yeah, just riding around left and right, sitting at yeah, the Yeah, he shipped me one of those too, by the way. It's oh, still in nice. a box. 
I just got it like two days ago. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah. He probably shipped you it the same day as same I got time, I shipped yeah. mine, but I'm still waiting yeah. on mine. Just like I didn't even know he was going to ship it. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He told me, he goes, uh, oh, hey, I'm going to send you one of these. You know, and they're awesome. These tracking mechanisms, oh, nice. they look like something that NASA would make. You yeah, know, exactly. Really cool That's thing. what I love about his work. Yeah. <laughs> it's solid. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And then, so what I'm going to do is an unboxing video of it, and then I'm nice. going to put it on one of these grinders, and yeah. then we're going to offer it as a like an upgrade. So if somebody yeah. wants to, uh, you know, I'm going to figure out how to attach it, and you know yeah. all that. And I have an idea. Know. I was looking at it. There, he sent me a video of one on a, actually on one of your grinders. He oh, he did. Me, yeah. Who you, said, who put it on there? Do you know? Um, Who's oh, grinder? I'd have to go through the messages. I forgot who it was. Somebody. Oh, it, it might be CJ. CJ Miller. No, yeah, no, no it wasn't too. CJ. I don't think it was CJ. I'm not sure. I I couldn't say honestly. Sorry. We uh we have this DIY Facebook group for Bell Grinders and it's just it's the best. So if you ever it's want rowdy. to be entertained, it's a rowdy it, bunch. Rowdy is yeah. hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't fuck with. It's like you almost you eight thousand members the now. By the laying way. the shit down and yeah. kicking people. You'd be surprised. Yeah. People get so passionate about these machines and the, yeah. the the conversations that go on and by the way there's a ton of really good stuff too like great information there and i try to squash mm-hmm. all the bullshit i wouldn't because... i wouldn't say i'm sorry i'm gonna cut you off ryan but i wouldn't no, no, say it's like people are passionate like like they get heated up over passion or whatever i what gets to me what grinds my fucking what grinds me is certain people going out there and doing certain things and trying to take credit and not put where credit is you know it's it's yeah. just some people have a lack of respect they don't have proper work ethics and that's what grinds me yeah that's well, what gets to me and that's what will get me barking on them pages and on them groups uh, and that's what yeah. it's gotten me kicked out of other groups <laughs> it's like there's there's groups that were advantage to me like for my my business and uh, i am no longer part of them groups because i stated my opinion on several yeah. subjects, and yeah. uh, I called out so many people that I, I got kicked out from groups. So I'm that. I asshole. try to squash the misinformation. You know, yeah. Um, How about I, it? I, yeah. We, yeah. If if somebody goes on there and says something's not possible or something shouldn't be done or whatever, and I know yeah, yeah, yeah. for a fact it's wrong, I will I will either delete that post or delete the comment because here's what's happening on Facebook, and not just in my group, but in a lot of groups. You've got people out there giving advice that should not be giving advice. They have no <laughs> no reason to be giving out advice. Not and, only about <coughs> grinders. Amen. Not only about <laughs> grinders, but like metalworking and woodworking and all these things. And it teaches people. People think that that's because they're reading it. They're, they're thinking it's true. Yep. And I think most people, <clears throat> you know, most people can sift through it and yeah. not buy most, into I bullshit. Think, yeah. Most can. But, but there's some really convincing shit out there that's there. totally wrong. Yeah, that's, no, yep. no, completely like the, the whole 1095 subject. Like, is it a good beginner oh, yeah. steel or is it not a good beginner steel? Like, yeah. ask yeah. the question, go on any knife maker forum and bring you get up 10, 10 different <laughs> answers. Oh, oh, no, and you'll get a bunch of heated up people, too, and you'll get paragraphs of why you don't want to use 1095. I've yeah. been working with 1095 since the beginning. 
And that's just their own personal opinion. Yeah, and, you know? be, so that's, and that's the thing. That's yeah, it. it doesn't. Yeah. There's no fact behind it, you know. No. And I, and and I see stuff. Whether that it's 1085 or 1095 or ADCRV2 or, yeah, some are more specific yeah. for heat treat and all that. But it's, it, 1090, any steel is going to be hard to work with. It's fucking steel. Right. <laughs> it is. And the ben, problem what do you I got think... going on in your what do you got going on down in uh, your workshop? I know you've got a whole bunch of new. I've Man. seen some new content coming out. Um, the, your quick videos and all. And yeah. I'm and by the way, one of the subjects that I want to talk about on the on a on today amongst all of us is social media and what we're doing and what we're finding to be trending because i i'm playing around with a few things and i don't know if you've noticed but i've like really i'm slamming social media hard hell yeah you are it's looking good too honestly um yeah i've noticed a change with your stuff and Mm -hmm. i i you know it's like i'm always trying something different and i don't know my problem is trying something different and then sticking with it you know like oh i'll I'll do this little segment every week and then you know, you do it once, and then next week comes around, and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't do that. I completely forgot I said that. <laughs> yeah, you have to stay you consistent, know. you know. It's the thing. Yeah, you Because if you do it one time, that's not a good control. You need no. a no. series of them to, to make. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, the Instagram reels, okay? Oh, my God. Yeah, man. I haven't been on I that don't know what it is. Forever. So, reels and Nick did one I, that was really good. I, yeah, I've been working on those. Like, I've got like five, I think, now. It's yeah, me definitely too. definitely helping my insight on Instagram. Yeah, it yeah, will. It's a fucking pain in the ass, though. Yeah, it's I a pain in the butt to make them. But at least it's them. short, right? Yeah. Like, you can keep them yeah, short. 15. Yeah, 20, um, 15, 20 seconds. While you're yeah. doing that, I would, I would recommend um, posting those same short reels to YouTube and, and tagging them as shorts. Right. So YouTube's testing the waters on something called shorts, which is basically just like um, shorts, reels, or yeah, or uh, what you call it? What's the other app all the kids use? TikTok. TikTok. Uh, they're so, trying to copy. They're trying to follow the trend and copy other people's and, work, like certain people do with oh, grinders. It's Google. Oh but, my god. Yeah. You know, I think if you put, <laughs> I've not personally seen like a huge boost. I I put one short up on youtube and it didn't do shit but i don't have i don't have numbers you know consistency Um, is key though that's the thing yeah yeah. when they say do that one post per day do that one post per day you know like yeah that's still at the end of the day uh, that is even if i didn't get much done during my day i'll still make a post with what's going on you know and it needs to be done yeah that's still the the number one take home in my mind is post something once a day Amen. Yep. You know, whether it's cross a reel post. or a... Yeah, cross-post the hell out of it, yeah. Those reels I've been doing on uh, Instagram, uh, on Instagram, they're getting, you know, a few hits, you know, like a, yeah. like 1.2, 1.5K hits. Nice. Uh, if yeah. I look at, when I send them into Facebook on my Pickle Cutters page, uh, once I'm done with it on Facebook, uh, I got a few that are at 9.5 and one of them hit 10K oh, see? on Jesus. Facebook. No kidding. Instagram has like seriously like I do some posts on Facebook that get ten to twelve thousand K and uh on Instagram I get nothing. Much as I hate to say it, I 
I I have been spending more and more time in Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. You know, it makes Facebook sense. Facebook needs right? to step up their game and make it more with the reels and all that. That's Facebook what they need needs to, to decide. I think what they want Instagram to be, and, yeah, and once they right. decide that, then they'll either cut it off the off the vine or you know go all in on it. Mm. But right now, it just seems like it's. And it always has to an extent. It's always been sort of stuck in the middle. Um, yeah. Is it a photo sharing app? Is it what a is social it? media app? <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, right. I've been playing around with the, 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 the latest craze, which is Clubhouse. And I don't know if you've oh, yes. heard of Clubhouse. Um, Somehow you got when this. When I think of Clubhouse, I think of good times. Um, yeah, it, yeah, and I think, well, I happen to, I happen to, like so Clubhouse, bar or something. right, you have these rooms, which is, you know, it'll sound like a brothel, um, you have these rooms that you can just walk into, basically, and then whatever's going on in that room, you get to listen in on, or experience, and, and or participate in. Some okay. rooms are public, some rooms are private, um, you, you set those settings when you create the room, but it, but Last night, I I happened to just my uh, my son was playing with the phone, and I happened to to pop in on this conversation with some pretty well known maker YouTubers, and the one guy's like, "Yeah, man, I just take Adderall all day. It's it's amazing." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy fuck! <laughs> like, did I just drop in on this or what? Like, this is insane." Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, I just dude. take fucking Adderall all day long. It's great. All day. It's <laughs> great. All day. That's great. Uh, all right, yeah. clubhouse. <laughs> so do okay. So Ben, so I know that we got an invite to because I I guess you have to have mm-hmm. some clout or something to get into clubhouse, well, right? And, so you have to know someone with an account. And okay. then oh, it's one of those when places. You, yeah, yes. it's one of those. Only the and more or less. <laughs> leave leave right it to now, Ben to like slide into somebody's DMs and be like, "Look, we need to get involved." <laughs> uh, Actually, I said Brian. Brian needs to get into Clubhouse. Please give me a login. No, well, you bring you bring that up. That would actually be pretty cool because me, uh, me and uh, one of my friends, we've been talking about you know like just shooting the shit and record it. And yeah, yeah. Air it, you know. It's pretty cool. Well, that's cool. what all these podcasts stuff, are. That would by be the, the way. perfect yeah. place for it, you know. And I'm so going to bring it up to him. So uh, I might need a link. Yeah, yeah. The handmade podcast. <laughs> we know a guy. Just did it. Um, <laughs> I think the Handmade podcast just recorded an episode that way on Clubhouse. Okay, okay. They did like a one-hour hangout, or you know, like, "Hey, we'll be on Clubhouse." And nice. it's interesting right now because, <laughs> at least as an observer, the folks that are in there um, are the folks in my mind that want to create content. I don't see a whole, lot, you know, it's, it's you're getting like a login only now, fans. so yeah. And so right now, <laughs> it's kind of like. I'm like, you know, I was thinking like we could have a room for the podcast and Brian, you and I could hop on and, but I don't know that anybody has an account to be able right. to join us, you know, be right. other yeah, content yeah. creators. So, oh, but I, I think it's coming um, and they're going to open it up here pretty soon. And it, all in all, it's a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be, you know, at the surface, no it's like, oh, it's just open chat rooms without having to type, but just having that ability to just literally drop in i don't know if you've ever used on the amazon echo where you can just drop into somebody's oh, yeah, room yeah, yeah. 
which is really creepy. Creepy, yeah. No, no, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know about any of this shit. What? Oh, the hell yeah. Are you serious, just, Brian? Uh, yeah. I've never heard of if this. You no. set yeah, it put, up. Put an echo dot in one of your kids' room, and you could drop into whatever he's doing. Oh, yeah. You just like drop a, right like in. A bug. Yep. And it barely you even his room. acknowledges that you're mm. dropping in, but no yeah. Kidding. So. I think it'll be cool, and I still think, you know, Brian, you and I have talked about ways to, you know, have virtual happy hour kind of thing or something like that. I think it'd be pretty cool. You know what inspired me the most about looking at that heat map? Yeah, I looked at that heat map and on Red Circle, and I realized that (laughs) there's so many people listening now that I'm like, we need to make a YouTube channel for the Work For It podcast. Find yeah. a way to funnel video, you know, we're, you know, or whatever we're doing. Yep. There's got to be an app out there that does all of what we're talking about. And I think yeah. Craig is switching over to Zencaster. I don't know if that works, but then, um, like for yeah. instance, we have Nick on the show today. Granted, I don't think a lot of people are going to want to be on on video. But if you tell them ahead of time and you say, like, okay, your phone connects through, the, let's say, the camera, right, is, is picking us up. We could set up, say, a spot where we always record. And for me, it'd be pretty yeah. easy. For you, Ben, it'd be pretty easy. I would think Nick could do it yeah. once he gets internet out in his shop or whatever. Yeah. People could jump in and, and we could have these conversations and talk because there's so much more... Uh, communication going on other than audio, right? I mean, we're yeah. doing do that, uh, stuff. They do that with the Zoom. There's a few guys here in Canada. You can do it with Zoom, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's a few yeah. guys. Uh, Lando Novak, I think you've spoken with Lando before, yes. right? Yeah, yes. Lando, uh, Lando and uh, Justin Lamoudu and all that. They they have gatherings, a bunch of Smiths, and they're... Um, a bunch of them lean into the mic nick lean into the mic that's where i wonder i'm I'm getting um, comfy (laughs) you're getting way too comfortable (laughs) that's where i think clubhouse would be really cool is just to have something like that almost like office hours you know yeah Um, exactly and think about it and from terms like this anybody who supports us on patreon they get the link to go in and in you know hang out and and by the way that's going to be uh, bringing Nick on was kind of like the the test for us to start bringing guests back on the show and get us uh, back into the you know uh, recording with other people. So if if you can imagine when you do a podcast and you put two people on a podcast, there's a conversation. It's a discourse, right? It's yeah. two people conversating. That's a very simple uh, thing to do and achieve it, and you can do it really well. Uh, and then when you add the third person, the the dynamic changes because, you know, we're not all in the same room. You know, we're I can't like just, you know, we're not able to like, you know, give those uh, cues. So we're trying to do some video calls and stuff. There's a delay. So, you know, to bring you the best audio quality and the audio uh, content where we're not all talking over each other, add a third person is like, you know, we need practice. You know, it, this is what it is. And Nick has been on the podcast before. He knows how to do it. And so it's a good, it's a kind of a good primer to start bringing people in. Um, and mainly our, our patrons, I'm, I'm guessing like Brian uh, from B-Cone Knives would like to come on. And yeah. I don't know, anybody else maybe that is in that list that would uh, have a microphone that would want to come and, and sit with us. I mean, it's, you know, the, I think the reason why this podcast works is because 
it's an easy conversation and we're talking about the things that, that, you know, we're all interested in and there's no sort of pressure to just, you know, like I was listening to your podcast on uh, full blast with Jeff the other day in the shop. Yeah. And it's pretty much the same vibe as well too. You know, it's easy going, just shooting the shit. And it's like, fuck, I want to be on that podcast too. Yeah. Like like a few people have reached out. Like I got a few that I might be recording and I've reached out to a few other people too, because I actually enjoy doing this. Like, so you think you might start your own podcast? No, I don't really want to start my own podcast, but I don't mind joining in on podcasts. Oh, I see. Okay. I got you like being a special guest or whatever. Like I don't, you should don't do your own time. podcast, man. You should, you should do it, man. I don't have time. I'd listen that. to it. <laughs> I don't have time for that. He says, <laughs> I got snowboarding and smoking weed to do. Yeah, I can't. I got to work that. too, man. I got to work. I got to walk around and speak French <laughs> yeah. to people. And well, you know, you don't have to mask. do it every week either. Um, yeah. Yeah, you no, know, it doesn't have thing. to be every week. No, exactly, because like some people that I've talked to that do podcasts, like they record a podcast and it takes them like three, four weeks to even air it, and yeah. it takes yeah. them like I'll get back to you in May when I'm ready for my next podcast, and it's like, oh, okay, well, give me time to. And those talk. are the podcasts that are not, you know, not, they're not doing as well as numbers. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. every week, man, and just yes. put something out. You know, it's it, when you create content, right? And you're yeah. like, say on YouTube or even Instagram, the amount of work that goes into all those posts oh, is, is quite is. heavy. And so the podcast for me is simple. It's like set up a microphone, send a yeah. link, run a test, you know, then record it. And then there's very little editing. You know, I have yeah. like a template and I just dump the audio in, makes it pretty easy. And honestly, man, I listen back to them and they're great. I, I love listening to everything on the on the Makery Network, you know, all the guys yeah. that are doing oh, all their some work. some good podcasts, yeah. Excellent stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, like the art of craftsmanship. It's like, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I learned a lot. Too. You know, I wouldn't even, like, those are all podcasts that I'd like to be on. It was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, Nick. Different so what do you, everywhere. I'm with you. So yeah. let me ask you something, because I watch you work on Instagram, Facebook, and, you know, obviously you and I are friends, so we talk a yep. lot, but what I, I, I have this thing and I, and it's, and you tell me if I'm stepping over a line by asking this, but no, go ahead. You're like an open book. I know, I know, I know. So, all right. You are a very motivated maker. You're, you're working a lot. Like I Thank see you. you like pretty much you're one of the people that I see on social media a lot, but I know that you're working. So you're not, okay, If you, like for instance, you're a lot like me. So you're producing a product, you're making knives, you're you're an artist, and by the way, your work is amazing, and you. you're, you're, you have a distinct style, you have a great presence online, you know, on all the social media platforms that you choose to be on. I think you could do more on Instagram, by the way. I want to encourage like, well, you to do that. Well, we could talk You're doing about more. this. Uh, yeah, we could. I am doing more on Instagram, but if there's more that could be done, we could talk about this together at, on another time. You know, we won't hog airtime here, but. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. If you don't mind. Uh, yeah. yeah, of course. Uh, but I also know that pretty much while you're working, you smoke a lot of weed. Right. I mean, you're like always smoking weed. Right. I mean, <laughs> it helps. It, it helps. helps. Yes. 
For, you, you, for those you, who say that, like, weed will make you, like, just want to sit down and do nothing and eat and blah, 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 and, like, no motivation. This is my question. The motivation, okay, is not typical for somebody who consumes a lot of weed, right? I'm not a typical person. <laughs> there you go. All right. That's the, that's the, that's the hot take, right? Is, you know, I, whenever I think of somebody who smokes a lot of bud, I always go, you know, and I did too, a lot, you know, years ago, I used to smoke and it would make me like, just kind of want to not do a whole lot. You, on the other hand, I mean, maybe you got some secret strain. You got like the OG Kush Adderall strain that we don't know about. But <laughs> I mean, man, you are hustling. You're grinding. You're you're pushing your work. And uh, I know you're a waker and a baker. And, yep. and I think that's super interesting, man, because mm-hmm. it squashes the concept that, you know, we're basically now accepting that marijuana is is a medicine people are using it for a lot of different reasons not just recreationally and i want to know your thoughts i want to know like your motivation how it works for you the the reason why i actually literally smoke all day while i'm working is uh it helps with my focus i focus on my shit and i get it done if i'm sitting there and i'm not grinding and i'm not doing nothing I'll I'll just roll one up and next thing I notice I'm working again and I'm at it my focus is on I'm not wasting my time on on my computer I mean my phone or whatever you know I'm not I'm not messing I'm not I'm not dicking around I'm working yeah you know it'll be ten o'clock at night and I'll be like okay one last one before I go in for bed you know I'm gonna burn the last one and next thing I notice is two o'clock in the morning and I wanted two more and I'm still working <laughs> and you have a special relationship with your weed because you grow it and you you know in canada by the way it's legal so if anybody has a problem with this conversation understand that in canada where nick is he can grow his own weed and it's then open he game. it's open game I, he's yep. you've sent me photos of your drying you're drying it in your attic and you've you've got like a whole situation happening and it's like man to me i find it like not only are you a maker of things, but you're also making quote unquote, you're making your own medicine and you're yeah, growing your own stuff, you know, and it's helping mm-hmm. you do the things you want to do. Yep. And you and I've had private conversations about uh, substances and, you know, I, yeah. you know, for a long time I've had, you know, I've had my issues with substances. And so I understand what that's like. And you told me straight up, you're like marijuana, or weed it fixed me like it it absolutely fixed all of that for you yep and that's what you're a great example because there's so many people who use that as a crutch and then go well i can't do this because i'm you know either disabled or i can't do whatever you found a way to make it work for you if i wanted to i could probably get my disability if i like just cry a little harder and whatever (laughs) Like, I, I could seriously probably get a disability card and be like, never have to work a day in my life and get a check. Like, I'm I'm that broken, but I don't let it stop me. I go to the gym. I go snowboarding. I snowboard hard. <clears throat> I work hard. I've always worked hard. Like, it's when I'm stopped that I'm in my worst pain. So, if yeah. I don't stop, I'm not in pain. 
Interesting. Like I'm, si- I'm sitting here right now recording. An hour and a half sitting still is is kind of hard it's, for me. It's tough, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm with you. Tough. I don't like sitting still. Oh, yeah, no, I'm no. I can't way. at all. I can't at yeah. all. Like, I'm sitting here with this right now, and this is getting me through the podcast. It's my little yeah. magic pen. That you have a, he's showing me a vape. He's got a little yeah. vape pen. And, and is that pen. now, you you buy your own little vape juice, right? The, uh, yeah. The, I buy the, the cartridge. cartridge. Yeah. 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 They sell these yeah. for about like 40 bucks a piece. Okay. Yeah. And is that, do you What's have that? a specific type of, uh, a specific strain? I know there's like an indica and there's a, there's uh, what's indica, the other sativas one? Indica, sativas, and CBD sativas. and all that stuff. Um, yeah. I like, I like sativa hybrids. <clears throat> like, okay. Like a 70-30 sativa indica hybrid. Which would you know, be the, the reason why you're you're feeling motivated and focused, right? Because yeah, the, the sativa, sativas yeah, are yeah. a little more. They're exactly. a little more. Uh, they keep you. Uh, I had a friend of mine a year ago. They're more ago, stimulative. You don't yeah, need to take Adderall all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's smoking. He's smoking that the too, OG right? Kush Adderall strain. Yeah. That's the yeah. one. That's yeah. It's um, not OG, it's AD. It's AD. AD Kush, baby. Uh, AD Kush. You know, when I think of in in terms of um, just about anything, let me just bring this back around. So last night I got really drunk. I I don't know what the hell happened, (laughs) but uh, every now and then you've got to do that. Dude, let me. This is the story I wanted to tell right at the beginning of the show, which I got sidetracked. But so last night, as you guys know, I'm very I'm pushing out a new uh, generation four of the grinder, so I'm like really working hard on and making you've been this happen. Lasering everything, so yeah, working with my laser machine. Trying to, oh, dude, I'm just I'm I'm going. <laughs> I got candles burning on both ends, so like 10, 12 hour days, right? La- yesterday, I was feeling okay. I've had a couple of like really annoying problems that ha- happened. Um, <clears throat> so yesterday. I uh, go to leave work and I, you know, I stay here until like six, seven o'clock at night. There's no one left in the building and uh, I leave, I, I try, I get, get out to my car and my car won't start. So it's just the battery's oh. fried. And uh, you know, this is the best spot for that because I've got tons of tools. I can, you yeah. know, check. You're everything. not in a pickle. I'm not. I just, <laughs> yeah, this is where I'm, 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 you wait. The story gets better. So I have a, <laughs> I have a multimeter and I go to the battery and I check the battery with the multimeter to see how many, um, so much voltage is coming out of it. And, and I've never once in my life seen this multimeter read this out. It just said, YH. It, it didn't even give me a voltage. It just said, basically, fuck you. It's not going to do anything. So I, I grab one of my work trucks. I bring it around. I grab my jumper cables. I'm like, you know, if I can just get it to the automotive place to buy a battery, I can just drive it there and, you know, whatever. Hook up the uh, the the uh, jumper cables. I got the truck running. I'm doing my whole thing. I've jumped a million cars, by the way. I know exactly how to do it. The yeah. car will not start. Does not even. It clicks. It just oh, goes click. Fuck. So uh, I'm like, all right. Well, I gotta take the work truck. So I pull the battery out. Get the battery all, you know, out of the damn car. And I, you know, because this is a foreign made car, of course, the air cleaner is like over the battery. They, the engineer, whoever yeah. designed this car was like, oh, when you want to change the battery, you're only going to need, like, an entire toolkit full of shit yeah. to make this happen. Open so, the hood, and it's just, like, oh my plastic. God. There's all, a plastic, plastic seal over it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. To pull the battery, you really have to work for it. So I get the battery out, put it in the car. I drive to the automotive place. They close at 630. I'm there at, like, 705. There's still somebody there, right? 
And on my way there, I realize I don't have a mask. So, cause I'm driving the work truck and there, you know, the, the, we don't keep masks in the truck. I keep masks in my car. So, but while I'm trying to figure this out, I'm like, man, I must have a mask somewhere in my bag. Right before I figured out that my car didn't start, I had sharpened a knife that I had used in my kitchen. <laughs> and what did I do? I slid that knife in my bag. And when I was driving, I realized I didn't have a mask. I put my hand in the bag. And of course, oh, I slice my hand like oh. on this really, really sharp knife now. So my hand is now bleeding. I'm digging around the truck trying to find a a, a, a first aid kit. And I don't know if one of my guys <laughs> took the first aid kit out or whatever. There's nothing in the truck. I can't find anything. There's like receipts. There's like nothing in there. And I'm like, okay, no, no first aid kit. I'm not. And by the way, I cut my hand so bad that it's like dripping. It's bleeding and dripping oh. all over. So... I wrap my hand in my hoodie, which is black. I figure, you know, okay, I'm going to wrap my hand in that. And uh, I get out. I, I, by the way, finally find a mask. I find a mask in my hoodie, which is, it was, there was one in the pocket, thank God. I walk into the automotive center that uh, is closing, and the guy's like cashing out the register, right? He's, he's just ready to go home. And I'm like, dude, and he sees my hand. He sees I'm bleeding all over the floor and whatever else. And this is the guy. He could not, he was like, all right, I'm going to help this guy. Like he immediately took it amongst on himself to like help me get a battery for my car. Right. He cashes me out. I could only pay in cash because that, you know, he had the, you know, the, the registers all shut down. I get my battery and everything. He hands me a band aid. The guy's like taking care of me. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this guy's like an angel. I try to give him a $20 bill. I'm like, hey, man, I really appreciate you staying open. Thank you for helping yeah. me. I appreciate you. Would not take my money. All right. Half hour half hour late, too. Or like half hour past close, right? Ha- yeah, exactly. That's yeah. impressive. And, oh, dude. He, man, my savior, right? So I get my battery. <laughs> I do my thing. And uh, I'm realizing, like, okay, I, I'm in the... Th- Somebody that I did not know, somebody that doesn't know me for anybody, uh, helped me, got me out of this this pickle, this situation. And then, yeah. of course, we are now, we have Mr. Pickle Cutters on the show. Right. And the question is, what is your, what was your well, story? That's where that, it came from. Yeah, that's, that, and I don't know if you noticed in the photo, but I'm holding a can of uh, spray and I'm leaning over my motor of my car. And that can of spray, long story about that can of spray. That spray is that red shit that you spray on the battery terminals when you put a new battery in a car, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it keeps your, keeps the dissimilar metals from, um, you know, yeah, producing the battery acid and corrosion. That can of spray had a label on it from a place called Farm and Fleet, which was a, a, a place in my hometown where it was like a like a Menards or Lowe's or Home Depot, but it was like locally owned, right? And I don't know when it was purchased, but I can guarantee you that that can of spray is over twenty years old, right? Because Isn't that it's funny like, how you got my, shit like that. Yeah, that was my dad's can, and he had it in his shop. And when he moved to Florida, I grabbed everything and you know brought it down here. And There's it no still farm sprays. In Florida, right? There's no, no. There's no farm and fleet, no, no, and, fleet. and I haven't. 
Yeah, I haven't bought shit mm. in, in far, at Farm and Fleet in 20 plus right. years. So I know it's definitely 20 plus years old. I put yeah. the new battery in the car. I spray this 20 year old shit on the terminals. It works. <laughs> the car starts. I'm like, yes, it got me out of my shit. You know, like, I'm like, I can't believe this actually happened. But, you know, it was super annoying at the time. But I started thinking oh. about that fucking can of stuff that I sprayed on those terminals. I'm like, man, if I, you know, I, at some point you got to say to yourself, like, man, I'm a hoarder of things, but this stuff, yeah. you know, I comes gotta, in fucking handy, it. doesn't it? It did. It did. <laughs> what What so, is the saying? I'd, I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have yeah. it. Oh right. yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> so what, so, all right. So I, well, let's talk about our pickles. Mr. Pickle Cutters, Nick, what do you got going? What, what's a problem that you're looking to solve that maybe we can help you with? Hey, if you guys could help me with this one, I'd really appreciate it, but I doubt it. All right, all right. All right. Does it require uh, ointment? I need, I, need, I need a bigger <laughs> shop. I need a bigger yeah. shop. I need, like, ah, yes. like, fucking air purification, air ventilation. I need, I need a right. shop upgrade. I need... Yeah. You know, there's only so much I could do. There's, it's not good for me right now. Yeah. Like the the quantity of work that I'm pulling out of my shop right now is a lot of dust. Yes. And there's okay. only so much you could do to take care of that too. You know, like wear yeah. a mask and everything, but still, it's yeah. there. Well, so, let me ask you something. Um, on your property, you own that property, that yeah. house. Yep. yep. Okay. So could I'm just throwing this out there, you know, Jeremy, it's simple little life. He got a freaking shipping container and he worked out of a shipping container for a long time. Is that yeah. something that, that was, your neighborhood would be okay with? Like, oh, could yeah, you do that, something that, like that? that? They wouldn't mind. Yeah, that they wouldn't mind at all. Uh, you have you seen any of his videos? Kind of yeah. Yeah. Of I have. Him in that shipping container. Like, yep, working? I have actually. Like, yeah. And it's been yeah. on my mind. Trust me. I want to buy a piece of property and I want to get a couple of them and I'm going to make one my living space and one my shop and. Like it's yeah. been on my mind. Trust me. It's, 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 it's such a great, um, it's, just, I'm in the pickle with the small shop right now, but I've got my things in the works. You know, I've given myself a time frame to where my first year was to make sure this works. My second year is to bring this up a notch. So I am yeah. now turning into my second year. I don't know what date exactly to be exact what date, Yeah. but, uh, I know my first knife was sold on April 8th. So I sold my. It's like right around when you and I met, wasn't it? Yeah, like you and I met around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, when when shit took off for me right off the bat, I like I looked into everything. I went in all in right away. Like, I needed a grinder. I needed a VFD. I needed a motor. I needed all the information, you know. And Brian was there just doing his thing, being Brian, answering everybody. And I sent him a simple message asking him something. I forgot what it was. I think it was about the VFD. And uh, he called me. So ever since then, me and Brian have been hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I video called you, too. I was like, yeah. all right, fuck this. We're going to we're going to get yeah. this solved right now. And oh, I, like, I video yeah, called yeah. you and we yeah. wired up we your VFD it. together. Yeah, we yep. fixed it. And then uh, then I was having problem with that. They sent me the wrong manual, so I couldn't get the programming right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I spoke <clears> with this other guy, Steve Linthorne from Nova Scotia here in Canada and uh, he must be some miracle nerd or something. I don't know. He he got it all figured out for me on the programming end of things. So I was like, holy shit, you know, the, all these people out here in this knife making community, it's just yep. so good. Like, and I was just getting into it and I was like, I, I know this is where I want to be. 
you know, and like there's new makers in town here too, actually. Like I'm not the only one anymore. There's another guy, uh, Gilles, he's been doing pretty good uh, at pellet knives. He's yeah. out there out and about. And, uh, and then there's this um, younger kid, another, uh, oh, what's his name? Anyways, I sold him my first grinder. I hooked him up with a bunch of stuff. I had made in a bevel jig out of uh, some aluminum bar. I gave him that. I gave him some handle materials. Uh, I had a bunch of old belts. I was like, here, I had about like 70, 75 belts. So uh, some of them still good. I gave him all those. I told them where to get a motor. You know, I was like, I, I didn't see it as competition because yeah. everybody was there for me from the beginning. And then I see this kid show up here in town and people are like, oh, look, look, you got this competition, you know, blah, 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 this new guy. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to help this guy. Yeah, so yeah I that's the way him. to be. That's great. That's yeah, the way that, to be. That, that, that's what this community is about. And in, in my, my eyes, anyways, that's how I see it because that's how I was received, you know, like the people like yeah. Brian and, and Steve and a bunch of them, you know, like <laughs> other makers that had given me advice on making knives and all that. And, uh, and, you know, and I appreciate it and very grateful of it. So, like, you know, it's karma, I guess. Like, spread the Yeah, I, spread I'm the with love. you. Yeah, yep. if you if you think about it, in any creative endeavor that you're doing, even in business, you know, with exactly. non-creative stuff, if yeah. you can collaborate with others, you're going to always There's no reason to faster. stab anyone and no. trying to be better than anyone, you know, like stabbing people is only going to make you look bad you know if you're going to help people and help everybody and everybody helps each other everybody's going to be good yeah i'm everybody's with you gonna be okay. yeah, there's plenty of business for everybody you know exactly I think, <clears throat> especially exactly. In, i got my spot made online like my market's online that's where i make my money that's where yeah. my knives go and go. like i i'm nobody worries me whatsoever nobody's going to come and attack yeah. my my income like I'm gonna attack. Well, you. I'm, I'm, I'm coming right you after know. you, buddy. Bring it on, Brian. You don't. I'm, 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 I'm gonna start making pickle if cutters, anything. knives, but I'm gonna change the name. <laughs> I'm gonna have it with a C instead of a K. And then it's going to be like, go buy from Nick Toe because, you know, he's not the original. I've, like, created this knife, and this is the thing. Yeah, yeah, and I I only use low-end wood material for handles and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I'm carbon neutral, man. (laughs) And I'm in America. He's in Canada. Go buy from those those Canucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what's interesting is uh, about – your situation is that Ben <laughs> is also in a similar situation. And in fact, there's so many other people who are oh, in a small, a small shop. shop. Yeah. Uh, ben, I've, have you I've thought been... about your pickle? Oh, hell yeah. I, okay, I think about, <laughs> uh, right now my pickle is the massive amount of wood that I have ingested into my workshop. <laughs> like, like you have bored foot, like you have a lot yeah, of stuff. bored feet. Uh, yeah. Bored so, feet. so a buddy of mine here in town, uh, double barrel woodworking, uh, Dave is his name. Dave, Dave and I met through Instagram probably a year and a half ago or so. And Dave has, or I guess at this point had a massive shop and it's like probably 40 by 60 with, nice. you know, it's a, big old uh what do you call it pole barn style um and it's probably got at the peak it's probably 30 foot so hey he had planned on putting two floors in it at some point it's that massive and uh so he you know he's uh engineer he he um 
made pretty good money. Then he made side money uh, doing engineer work for folks on the side and uh, put a lot of money back into his shop and bought tons of tools and everything else. But anyway, Dave's moving to Tennessee and uh, rather than pay the crazy high moving and shipping rates, uh, he's trying to just offload as much of the wood that he had stashed away as he can. Liquid. You know? Yeah, he's going to get rid of <laughs> So he had everything from walnut, cherry, uh, a bunch of blue pine, which is kind of nice. cool. Yep. Um, you know, you can't do a ton w- uh, with pine, but... Hell, man, I'll bet you. It's crafty. I'll, yeah, I'll bet you I've got probably 310 foot one by six pine boards that nice. <laughs> I cut well, my out. Old man, my old man makes furniture, and um, yeah. his furniture is made from pine. Everything's made yeah. from pine. Yeah, and you so certainly you could use it for anything, pretty much. It's yeah, just not anything with uh, even just jigs in the shop or anything yeah, like exactly. that. Exactly, jigs like that, quick jigs. And, yeah. And then I got, oh, I don't know, about a dozen slabs uh, as part of that as well. Maple and walnut slabs that are about coffee table sized. And so I've been just squirreling wood away like, you know, uh, an episode of Debbie Does Dallas around here. (laughs) (laughs) Are the slabs that you got, are they like live edge slabs or what are? are Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Interesting enough so make some when river I was, tables yeah <laughs> when i was in the peak of the uh when i was in the peak of the kitchen renovation um dave stopped by one day and he was shooting the shit and he's like yeah i'm following a craigslist ad this guy's got a, a walnut tree and it was you know four foot around or something he's like he said he had it up for you know for grabs on craigslist or facebook one or the other He's like, I'm going to go grab it, and then a buddy of mine's going to mill it up for me. And I never thought anything of it. Well, he didn't get enough time to even use it, so the slabs wow. circled right back around to me. So It's walnut, <laughs> like, you said? Nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. Just Is it beautiful. black walnut, or is it just uh, standard yeah. walnut? Black walnut? No, it's the black walnut, and it's nice. got a Whoa. lot of color. Color and it's all it, yeah, purple. air-dried. And so I don't know if you've ever noticed the difference. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details between air dried like walnut or black walnut and yes kiln dried it is a massive yeah. massive difference um is it, you'll get it, more purples it, and you know more okay. variation it, it pulls out the colors yeah when it's yeah because yep when it's air dried it and it takes when it's longer but yeah um 
when it's kiln dried, you'll get sort of the chocolate brown all the way yeah. across, right? And then when you air dry it, more of that natural color starts to come out yeah. and, and develop. Because when you cut walnut, purple. right, it's not that <clears throat> colorful, really. It's, no. it's the, the drying time that really yeah. gives it all of its color. So that's been, been fun. Just I've built, I built a big rack above the CNC. I built a rack beside my table saw, you know, just rearranging and, and squirreling stuff away. I've got a shitload of wood sitting back on the back patio now. So yeah. I got to figure out what, what about that, um, that porthole that goes in above your shop. Maybe you yeah. can do something up there, you know, like, cause it's I, a big, you can get, I it's mean, it's good like what, a four by four opening, right? Yeah, you probably. Um, yeah. So I put my dust collectors up there. So right. I want to say it's at the peak at the peak. I think I can stand. So it's six foot, you know, at okay. the actual peak, but usable space you know, I've, I've got a pretty good amount. The one thing I, I've been thinking about utilizing it more and to do so, I need to beef up the floor up there. Oh, okay. You know, okay. right now it's just Add a simple weight. two by two by four, I believe ceiling oh, joist no above my head is what That's I, <laughs> what I realized. Yeah. They're, they're true by fours though. So they're, uh, okay. you know, true two by four yeah. rough cuts. Gotcha. Um, which, and it's not that big of a span. I'm looking at like 17 feet span, um, you know, from one side of the shop to the other. So it's not massive. I do feel the floor bounce pretty good when I go up there. So I'm kind of like, oh, say, yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, Jess is down here two by six now, everything, yeah. you know. I keep waiting one day I'm going to walk <clears throat> out here and the fucking dust collector is going to be laying on my workbench with a big hole in the ceiling, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there it went. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. finally gave way. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, do, you so have I, a, do you have an enclosed trailer? No. No? Mm-hmm. No. My old man's got one, and that's what they like. They picked up a bunch of wood, like big pine slabs and all that. Yeah. They like him and my brother had nowhere to put it really, so uh, I think it's like a twenty footer he's got. And, Perfect. Uh, they just yeah, yeah, that loaded that up and parked it next yeah. to the shop, and that's it. I've you know I've got like you're saying, Brian. I got tons of room up there, um, and I I would like to use it. The other advantage here in Boise, you know, in the summer it'll. It'll crack 105, 110. Yeah, it's like kiln. So it'd be like a kiln up there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'll do something like that um, and then use up some. And then I've got a few uh, different ideas going with some jigs and things that I might use some of the pine up and uh, put some of those up for sale on the Etsy's and other, other places, but. Set aside um, some of that uh, that black walnut for me. I'd like yeah. if you got if you've got some smaller pieces. I don't need anything huge, but I'd love mm-hmm. to have a couple of cutoffs. That's what she said. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, that guy last night. I love uh, that. Yeah, I'll send you some for sure. Last night I was milling up on the shop bot some hold down clamps for the shop bot. You know, just okay. those little. Uh, for like T-Track or T-Nut <clears throat> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those. They're almost like a half moon kind of shape, and then you sure. hold them down. I've been finding work holding, you know, the ShopBot ships with just a flat piece of MDF, a two-foot by three-foot piece of MDF as the, the bed. 
and that's great. I just, I've been Brad nailing right into it. You know, it's just okay. a waste board. And, uh, sure. but sometimes like I carved a little bowl the other day and it's a little, little top heavy. So I'm feeling like I want a little more work holding options. So I'm, I'm actually designing a, like an accessory, uh, waste board that could just sit on top of the existing waste board and maybe bolt down with some, uh, what are they called? T nuts and uh, that kind of thing, or threaded insert kind of thing. Sure. So been playing around with that, and um, probably be putting some files out there if folks want them and can download okay. them and use them for themselves. I've made I mean, my own I, hold downs I, out of steel, you know, from my yeah. welding table. Yep. I did that, and I'd, I'm I, curious. I just heated it up and banged the hell out of it and bent it, and yep. then made a slot Drill in hole. it and. Yeah, that was it. it I'm curious right. to see how these how these work. I made I made them out of walnut. <laughs> what is? Uh, I'm not trying to sound <laughs> you know, stupid. Why not? What What is the shop bot exactly like? I've been out of uh, the woodworking game for a year now, and I no have worries. No what the fucking shop yeah. bot? Yeah, oh, it, what is it? It's so, cool. The shop bot is is the CNC that I just got recently. So it's okay. Uh, okay. Two foot by three foot uh, desktop style CNC machine. Right on. Okay. And yeah, it's been it's been a learning curve. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. It's. I was just saying it in a video I was recording last night. You know that to have the ability to cut something that accurately, that quickly, it it sort of fucks with you a little bit. You know, it's like yeah, because now anything's feel, uh, possible. You know, yeah. like anything's possible, any and it almost feels it almost makes it feel like. Like I ran a few CNC machines before in wood and like in woodworking shop furniture shops, and uh, mm-hmm. it takes the fun out of woodworking. It's starting to in a way, and so I'm trying to, to, to find. To me, is what like I couldn't stand standing there running a CNC machine, yeah. watching it do all the routering work and all that when I could yeah. be doing it because that's what I yeah. like to do. You know, I that's like what's hard for me. Like when I come yeah. out here in the shop. I, I come out here to just sort of fart around and putz around, you know, because yeah. I, I, it's just a hobby. And uh, so when I, when I come out here and have to spend more time on the computer, you know, it's like I just punched out of work yeah. to punch back into yeah. the shop bot. So right. I'm trying to find that balance. The balance, um, yes. Balance is very important. And I think that's yeah. why I like knife making so much is I, I feel like, it would be really tough to automate a lot of that and yeah. you could oh, yeah. do it i mean you, yeah, you, you could most definitely do it but i just feel like the when i take a look at the blades that i've made all the imperfections are kind of my favorite part you know i look yeah. at it and go this is a blade that you know it's not like something that came off a machine and you can tell and that you know and some people want like a perfect knife you know they want that they're trying to achieve yeah. perfection I'm trying to get off, as close. I don't close. offer that perfect knife. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I'm with you. And and so, I, you know, the, the way I look at it is, is like, if I can create something that is um, uh, very close to a functionally perfect and then add the, you know, my like the little laser engraving thing that I've been working on to try to get the, you know, the yeah. all the little logos and shit on stuff fine i love it and all that yeah it, it basically it's kind of cool because you got this handmade knife right you got this <laughs> this thing that's just like handmade and you can tell it's handmade and then you got this perfect logo on it you know and, yeah. and for me that's like the perfect combination you know it's yeah. something that is actually 
made by hand, but it has my stamp on it, and it's it feels high tech. I guess yeah, it feels high. Sense. Yeah, you get that high tech. You like you're into all that high tech stuff too. Like all I those love toys, your induction man. forge, and all that stuff. And like I'm looking at it, and it's all cool. And I know if I would get that and get this and get everything you're getting, I'd I definitely enjoy it. But like few years ago i'd say maybe five six seven eight years ago like i steered away from technology a bit like computers. like i have a phone now that's good enough it does everything for me (laughs) i need to know something i find it out you know i i figure everything out with my phone now uh all those gadgets and toys like like i I just can't see myself putting all that time into it and setting everything up and like one of my friends is getting a laser etching machine too he's getting one too and uh I was like, yeah, good for you. It's like, when you figure it out, let me know. I have work for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll you'll take yeah. your stuff to them and yeah. they'll do it. I think yeah. the reason why I got into, like, the natural progression for me for with these machines is my natural curiosity as yeah. to how they work. And so, and then, like, for the, for the induction forge, that thing is so freaking cool. Like, yeah, there's so no, many things definitely. you could do with it. But it also solved the problem for me because I can't run my forge in here safely with the, I don't have like a means to get the air out of here. So like all the off gassing in here, I don't have like an overhead door. I just have like a a man door basically. And the heat outside, once I open anything, it just immediately floods in here and and it's, it's just humid and sticky. So let me give you an example. So I, uh, yesterday I was finishing that Nakiri knife the one that I, I just etched uh, into yep. uh, my logo. And uh, the handle was made by Ben over Ben's Bites. Yeah, and I, some nice, nice uh, work. His handles are is really great. Uh, and so uh, he was showing me the the um, the beeswax thing, you know, where you put the beeswax down in the handle and then you, yep. you heat the handle and you shove it in there. Well, I, I wanted to do somewhat of a combination of that. So I had made, I had glued the handle on with G-Flex. And then um, G-Flex takes forever to dry, by the way, which I, I, I don't mind. It's fine. But um, when it dried, there was like a recess of like an eighth of an inch at the very top. So like where the blade sat down into the the milled out slot, uh, yep. there was just a little gap in it, and, you know, whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'll fill that with uh, beeswax. So <laughs> like a heroin addict, I put beeswax <laughs> in a spoon and I walk over to the induction forge and I kick on the induction forge and in 10 freaking seconds, I've got, you know, this melted wax because, you know, the induction forge heats the spoon and then melted the wax and I just poured it down into the recess and it was like game over. It was done. I didn't have to use any fire or any, you know, I just, it was just like, they have this machine that I turn on, I flip a switch and I can make it get hot, you know? Uh, so it, it's really fun to have that, that gear and be able to do that. And then also I'll be able to, you know, freaking make content and show people how it works. Oh, yeah, and, you know, there's a lot of people that yeah, are interested it's, it's, in that. It's advantage to you exactly for your content yeah. and all that stuff. You know, it gives you, it gives you content to put out and it gives you something to, to, to do what you do with, you know, you educate people over the subject, you know, it's. Right. You know, and like people like me watch that shit. Like I do. Like I've watched every oh, one of your you videos yeah. and every other videos out there. And like I might not be subscribed to anyone on YouTube, but I watch your videos. You know, like I don't do the bell and subscribe thing. Like I don't even have like I never even logged into YouTube once. I think like no kid. 
Yeah, no, it's like social media. Like I said, if it wouldn't be for knives and all that, like after COVID hit, I wouldn't even have Facebook anywhere, anything like that. Because like Facebook is a nasty place most of the time. Yeah, it can, it can yeah. be for sure. Yeah, no, it's definitely around here. It is anyways. Like COVID's bad for us. <laughs> it's not doing my drunk ass. My drunk ass last night. Let me tell you something. I I I got it. it I, the bottle of wine I drank got away from me. I don't know how it happened, but <clears throat> I usually don't get that like you know blasted. And um, I realized last night <laughs> in my uh, like as I was like I had just finished dinner. I grilled a bunch of chicken. I was doing all this stuff, and then I'm drinking while I'm doing it, which is probably the reason why I got drunk so fast because I didn't really fully realize how much I was consuming. And then um, I realized, oh shit, I hadn't posted the question yet on Instagram for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I create the little logo thing with the pickle dancing and whatever else. And I, I didn't realize because I was drunk that I was signed into my housemade.us account, which basically doesn't have any followers. I mean, maybe 100 people or something follow that. That's why and there was I po- no questions. That's why there was no freaking answers because then at like four in the morning when I woke up, right, and I'm like a little hungover this morning, I realized what I had done because normally when I post a comment or a, a question, it I get like 60 up. comments. Yeah, it's like tons of people are on there. So I'm like, why didn't everybody comment on this? I don't understand. You know, like my <laughs> stupor, you know, I'm like, well, what's going on? What did and I then, do wrong? What, what the hell happened? And then uh, I look at it and of course it's on the wrong freaking account. So then I posted it again. But um, we did get some on the house uh, or the work for it dot podcast Instagram. And uh, Bent Lama says he's in the same conundrum you are. Space. He's confined to a one car garage with only um, a wall and a back, a sidewall and a back wall as a real estate for benches and tools. Space is my pickle, a space pickle, a cosmic gherkin, he says. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I love our I love audience, it. man. They're coming yeah, up with funny shit it. like that. Now, you know what kind of mental picture I got with his cosmic gherkins? Was, you know how they have those, <laughs> That's those the name of the show, cats. by the way. We're naming yeah. this freaking episode the cosmic, cosmic gherkin. Pic- yeah, Cosmic Gherkin. Well, I saw, you know how people have those shirts with the cats that shoot laser beams out of their eyes floating yes. around in space? Yes. Well, now I need a shirt with pickles floating around in space shooting laser shooting beams out laser of their beams. eyes. Yep. We, we need to find that gif. If it exists, yeah. we will find it. Yeah. Um, Baltic Blade says he's in the same situation. He says he's trying to make it work. Um, Mark over at 118 Blades my buddy Mark, I talked to him on the phone. Uh, we video chatted uh, across the pond. I think it was Monday, I think. And right he's on. got some cool products, man. He, he's, you know, I. One of the things that you'll see going on in our community is there's people who are inspired to build things and make things, and he's one of those guys is just like pumping it out, trying to make it work, trying to market, and learning as he goes. And I have a ton of respect for that. Um, so, which is the reason why we video chatted because he's got this cool, um, have you seen his thing where it's like a flat, uh, disc sander, but yeah. it's like, ro- you can rotate it. And, yeah. And yeah. It, you it, could stay make it vertical or horizontal or. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. made it all out of flat pack steel. Yep. So he can yeah. ship it pretty much anywhere in, in, uh, um, Europe. And then he sent me a friend request just the other day, actually. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's mm-hmm. a guy worth knowing. I, I would, mm-hmm. he's, um, he drives a truck in the UK and he's doing this on his, this is his side hustle. Sideline. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you know, I, I've, 
I got a ton of respect for that. I, I absolutely love that. So um, if you want to yeah, check it absolutely. out, uh, go find 118 Blades. I know he's got a website. I don't know the address, but uh, if you look on the DIY Belt Grinders uh, page, you'll find him there too. Um, uh, Mark V. Uh, okay, so he says uh, he. Oh, and by the way, he named it the Vander Sander because his last yeah, name is like. <laughs> I love that Vander his Huster last name. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, he says I'm a weekend workshop guy. He would like to be able to have great things and not enough time. So his thing is time. He says the rest of the week I can source stuff, make pencil drawings in my truck when I'm driving and waiting for hours on end. So the real problem is I have a lack of time. And that is a very common pickle. And I'll tell you what, if you want it bad enough, and he's a great, great example of this, and so are you, Nick and Ben. You'll make the if time you, for it. You will make the time, right. And you'll find that time. You'll carve it out if it's really that important to you. And, and that's mm-hmm. and my that's what I've found anyway, because, you know, I'm working freaking 10, 12-hour days some days. I don't I, stop I love it. until I've got at least 12 in, like, like like winter like I knew it would be wouldn't be as intense this winter because with snowboarding and all that because uh, like that's my number one passion is snowboarding and uh, I was all happy about being my own boss and be able to, like snowboard all I want this winter and go everywhere and snowboard but no COVID never fucked off and they closed our hill for a month and a half here because of COVID during the winter and like it was ridiculous so like. I didn't even get to enjoy that this winter, and it kind of put me in a pickle there too, if you want to say, because I was in a rut at one point. Like I, I motivate. Like, sorry about that. We talked about motivation earlier with the weed and all that, but like, weed or not, I I had a lack of motivation because of all of that at one point. So that was a pickle I was put into again. I guess sure. you know, like, there's more than one pickle in life. I guess. <laughs> if you want to. Well, say. yeah. I mean, you know, we're. You, I I feel the same way. I actually had a meeting with my staff yesterday because I just wanted to find out how everybody's mental health was doing. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, no, you know the guys kind of looked at me funny, but I was like, you know, if anybody ever needs to talk, you know, let me know because, mm-hmm. you know, when I walk in there and I, there's an energy level, you know, yeah, I just you feel it. You can feel it. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, I've noticed that the guys are, you know, that's not, not all the time, but sometimes they've got, you know, you can tell the morale is not where it needs to be. And it's a, when you're in a position to offer somebody help and you can do it, you might as well. And plus I have a vested interest in their mental health because they work with me. And I want to make sure that they're okay. You know, if it wouldn't be for them, you wouldn't be where you're at with what you got. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're part of you. Like you have to take care of them as much as you take care of yourself. You know, that's, and that's what makes for a great boss. You know, like, not everybody's like that. Not everybody would see it like that. You know? Yeah. Trust yeah, me. Some I, don't I, care. I notice. I notice yeah. and I, I, I do care. So, yeah, yeah. for sure. B. Cone Knives says time management is my pickle. See, he has a, a job outside of knife making. Limits the time to get to spend in my shop. I thought the lesson of being very efficient with my time that I have. I appreciate this and all other podcasts on the Makery Network that keep me entertained and learning more about uh, starting this small business. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm not just saying this, this is, you know, this, I truly believe this, uh, Brian, you're going to be very successful at whatever you choose to do. You are putting a ton of effort and time in, into this similar to Nick. When I look at Nick, he's hustling, he's grinding, he's doing his thing. 
And, you know, when you start off making knives or doing knives, and Nick is in a position to talk about this because he's doing it full time, but you you got to be everything. You're the guy making it. You're the guy selling it. You're the guy shipping it. You're exactly. Doing, you know, and Brian is making great content around his journey and also selling the knives and getting, like, great video shoots and doing all kinds of stuff. I don't, have you looked at any of Brian's stuff? Have you seen mm, his videos? I'm, I, I'm, I couldn't say, do I try, like I said, I try to stay yeah, away yeah. from social media. I'm with you. I'm I with spend you. an hour a day on it most time. Like I wake up in the morning when I've taken my dump, I'll fucking scroll through my, <laughs> my news feed, you know? And then when I get to work, once I have my a post figured out, whatever post I need to make, I take an hour, I sit there, I roll a joint and I fucking just do my post. And then I put my sure. shit away and, if somebody I need to talk to, I talk to, you know, whatever. If, if I, like, I don't even, I used to have a smartwatch. I don't even wear that anymore because it, yeah, I don't it, would, either. Never, it would never stop ringing, you know, and even yep. muting it wouldn't yep. change the fact because I would always go back and check yes. to see if there I was, was a Yes, I was super distracted by yeah. it. I, I, very, I, very I, distracted. I threw my uh, iWatch in a freaking drawer. I don't wear it yep. anymore because. Mine's I, in I, a drawer was, in my bedroom too. I, and in fact, <clears throat> now that I'm, you know, I have a little bit of traction on sh- social media. If I'm trying to achieve anything, I will mute my phone, set it face down, mm-hmm. not look at it while I'm trying to do stuff purposely yeah. because it's an endless amount of notifications. Instagram, exactly. Facebook, messages, you know, emails, websites. So you do website. your stuff from a laptop and all that. And you do your editing and all your content through a laptop. I, have a, I, do, I do mine yeah. through my phone. So, like, everything's in sure. my face as I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, so. all the time. Like, shit yeah. coming down in front of yeah. your face like and while you're trying to do stuff. as soon as I post something and then I get messages, like, uh, people with inquiries for a product, for, for, yeah. for a knife, you know. And, like, it, it's just nonstop, constantly. Like yeah, I'm with you. It was my birthday, and it was my 40th birthday, and my phone wasn't stopping at all. Neither was my watch, <laughs> and that's that's the day yeah. I decided to take off my watch. I was like, you sure. know what? I'm 40 years old. I don't need to be attached to to anyone yeah. that bad to have yeah. a watch on me, reminding me that or people are after me. It's like, no, it's like get away, <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah. I know, man. And, and, and the other thing about the watch, what I noticed was when I was talking to people face to face, like talking to my staff or a customer or something, the damn, I'm, I'm now looking at it. It's just disrespectful. It's as bad as taking your phone out and talking to somebody, you know, I'm a hundred percent with you. I'm with you, man. The bearded beer man says ventilation. This is the, he's got another similar problem. He says, I'm in a small shop, no space for a grind room. So the metal dust just stacks up quick. Yeah. Everything I've found is fairly expensive looking for some ideas, even if it's piecing stuff together. All right. I have a solution for this. So Shoot, there is I need one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you don't want to buy like one of the big expensive things, like I have that jet thing, yep. there is a guy um, on a Facebook group called shop hacks. So if you cool. look Lovely. up a Facebook group called shop hacks, it's kind of like the DIY bell grinders group. He's got a set of plans over there for a ventilation thing that uses a standard, one of those standard round fans that you can buy, like any, not a box fan. Okay. Like an inline fan, but it's like, it's, it's big. It's like, it's, you know, it's like 18 plus inches wide. You'll have to go and look at it. So it's basically a box. You don't need the plans, by the way. You could probably build this thing without even, you know, it's very simple. But what it does is, is he's used, and in fact, he's run reports, like he's used air quality test 
equipment, whatever this stuff yeah. is, to check, okay, if I use this, how quick, like how many CFMs, is it clean in the air, blah, blah, blah. He uses standard furnace filters, and he puts them in there. And this box looks like maybe you could build it for like under a hundred bucks. I mean, it's and it's moving the air, so it's circulating, pulling the air through three or four filters. So if you can imagine, like a caged box with a fan in it, yeah. and all these sides are furnace filters. He's even done stuff where he's hung it from the ceiling of the shop. He's put it on the floor. He's done all kinds of stuff to check to see, like, work does this thing actually sure. work? Yeah. And and it doesn't matter where you put it. You can hang it. You can put it on the floor. It's still, it's circulating the air and it's pulling it through and it's cleaning the dust. Now, I could tell you from my personal experience, the jet thing that I have, which is, you know, super mega powerful, paid, I don't know, seven or $800 for this stupid thing. It's, it, I used to have a layer of dust in my, shit. didn't matter. Even with my grind room, even with all the eyes and glass and the doors and everything, dust would find dust. its way out. It does. I would have it, I would come in, a surface that was totally clean, would have, I could run my finger over it the next day and I would have dust on it. That filter runs every day for four hours after I leave and I no longer have that problem. And I assume on a smaller shop, you could build that same thing, that little shop hack thing with yeah. a, with the furnace filters for under hundred bucks or whatever. And it would do the same thing. I'm, I'm convinced. I almost built one. If I had time, I would build one, but I, you know, I had the money and I had the resources to buy that jet. So I was like, you know what, man, fuck it. I'll just buy that big ass thing, you know, and hang it. I just joined so. the group. I could just imagine what kind of other hacks you'll find there with 117,000 members. When I joined it, it was like 20,000 and Damn. that thing has grown so much. And I believe Since the guy that runs it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the guy that runs it, <clears throat> um, that's his full-time job. I don't think he... Running the Facebook page. <laughs> well, he runs a Facebook page, and then he sells, like, plans and stuff. Like, he does, like, a thing, like, where he's selling all that, all of his ideas. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, all right, so... Yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, all right, so Avatar Forge says, Definitely organization and process management in my day job. I'm a machinist for a silver mine in the... And the shop I work in is from the 1800s. However, the oh. pumps I was asked to rebuild uh, has fuck all for records. And the guy has the info experience just retired. So I'm trying to figure out this shit from scratch. That's super interesting. So he's a machinist in a silver mine that was built in the 1800s 1800s yeah in the 19th century (laughs) avatar dude we we got we got to know more about this i need i'm like what this is a thing this is crazy that's so cool man um yeah process and management i will tell you i've thought about writing a book on or creating a video series maybe about systems you know just straight up systems if if you look at anything in your life that you want to achieve on a regular basis and you look at anybody who's doing it successfully, they all have a system. Yes. They have protocol, right? I mean, you have a system when you make a knife. Yep. <clears throat> you know how to like, you know, uh, you know, every I'm, single step. I'm has adapting a thing. to everything still. Like I'm trying to figure out sure. that balance. The balance and that balance spoke, is yeah. that's just another word for a system, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, you're exactly because ten knives in one one run or three knives in one run there's a big yep. difference in in ambition and quality and focus and everything like it's it's not the same game at all like 
So I'm working on that too right now. And I'm actually thinking about closing my books to give me more time and yeah. find that balance more and work on yeah, everything I, else. <clears throat> when we when we went away from we sold out of Gen three on the on the Revolution Grinder, we were gonna do a quick switch over. Like we were gonna sell generation three all the way up until generation four was gonna be released. When I looked at that, Sarah goes no, you gotta you gotta do pre-orders. You can't you can't expect to sell right up. You'll never know. You know you'll never know how many you're gonna sell of each one. And I'm like, yeah, you're kind of right. And I'm like, but it's a logistical nightmare. You know, like if you think about it, selling pre-orders for something. Now you have to sort yeah. those orders. You have to now figure it out, right? And then you have to figure out how to get them the instructions and all this shit, right? So I fought it. You know, like I always do, like any thing that makes more work like for any me. Man. I'm like. Oh, yeah, of course, you know, I, I beat my chest and drag my knuckles around. And, and then uh, <clears throat> so I finally drank the Kool-Aid. I was like, all right, look, if you could help me with this, then, you know, let's take let's figure out a pre-order system. Well, it turns out that the website provider for housemade.us has an app that's free and it's for pre-orders. I mean, who would have thunk it, right? Ooh, Fuck it out. Yeah, easy peasy. You yeah. basically install it and you create the product. And it puts a little tag on it, says pre pre order. So you know people know, and then of course in the description you you write in there, you know they'll start shipping at a certain date and whatever else. And I started thinking about like when I bought my Langmuir Systems Crossfire Pro. You know I waited six months to get that thing. I pre ordered it, paid yeah. in full, and I waited six months for it to arrive, and I, I was okay with it. You know, not that people are going to wait six months for Gen Four. We're going to start shipping that in like mid March. But uh, I mean people we've already wait. sold it's. It started, we started pre-sales yesterday. I did not advertise it, and we had sold five before before we had even, I had even put out one piece of social media. Damn. Yeah. Man, nice. That's that's awesome, dude. <laughs> well, and that's it's good. for good reason, you know, yeah. and I think, to me, it's impressive that you're, you've gone back through the plans, right? You're, you're ironing out little kinks and, and you've done that anyway, even in, in gen three, right? You're always pushing edits to the docs and, oh, yeah. you know, little tweaks and changes and that, that kind of stuff is what you get in my mind with, you know, building a grinder with somebody like you compared to just buying a grinder off the shelf, right? Right. I have been watching guys, um, the, I think it's the Laguna P flux one or P flux two or some shit and number after it, but it's a big dust collector. Right. And so a lot of guys are, are, you know, Laguna's makes a nice product. Right. But this dust collector, I have heard and seen on Instagram from guys where it takes as much as eight hours to assemble the damn thing. You got and you kidding go, me. For a dust and, and the, I, That's what I thought, too. Jesus. I was like, no fucking way, right? Man. Well, no. I was talking to a guy that whose opinion I trust and whose information I, I trust fully. He's like, I shit you not. It took me and my old man eight hours to put this fucking holy thing together. Holy shit. That's it not is good. ridiculous. That's I'm like, good. holy hell. <laughs> you know, and they're somewhat known for questionable customer service uh, at least i've heard i don't want to sling mud or or anything like that but with somebody like you who's managing the project you almost manage it like an open source software project right where 
people can bring their edits in, you know, they could uh, contribute to the project. You, it's, it's open source and it's designed so that if you wanted to build an accessory that goes with it, you could do that. You know, it's got all those really cool pieces um, that an open source software project has. And so I think to me, that's the advantage, right? And then to come out with a new, a completely new version like that's that's just badass. It's pretty incredible. I don't want to do this again for a couple of years though, because it's the reason. By the by the way, I think the reason I got so drunk last night is because I just needed to blow off some steam. I was just yeah. feeling very very like You're boiling over. Oh god, I a little yeah. overwhelmed. Well, that and then you I went that. on a tirade. You know, I was like, I was walking around the house and I was uh, talking with Sarah, and 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 I got all fired up about something that happened, and I was just like, you know what, blah blah blah. And I was just like, I need to blow off some steam, and I'm just like, and you know, yeah. uh, I woke up with like a kind of like a weird recollection of like, hmm, I better talk to Sarah, make sure I didn't say anything I didn't mean, you know, kind of thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, it was it was all good. No, she was she was like, no, you were hilarious. She's like, you were running around and saying shit and, uh, you know, you were pissed off for a minute and then you'd get, you'd start laughing. So, hey, it was okay. You know, we, we, hey, we made it work. You need that every now and then. Yeah. So, oh, all right. So I'm, I've been, I'm in the middle of uh, uh, reading these comments. Mammoth Creek Knives says tracking and keeping belts on my eBay grinder. Pickle solved. I ordered a Broadbeck Ironworks, and this weekend I will be helping my brother weld up his Revolution. So he's got a mixture. He's got the Broadbeck yeah. Ironworks grinder, uh, and which, by the way, they have an amazing kit. Like, if you want to get a yeah. bolt-together kit, that that's the stuff, man. They know what they're doing over there. Uh, whenever someone asks me, okay, what are you doing? You know, uh, can, can I get a complete kit from you? Uh, I tell them, no, we don't sell a complete kit, but you can go to Broadbeck Ironworks and you can buy one from them. I refer them yeah. all the time. I've heard you uh, say it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, uh, they make a great kit in there. You know, obviously there's, um, I think you can get, uh, uh 10%. I don't know how, what the discount is. If you listen to knife talk, you can listen there and they have a, uh, they have a, mm -hmm. a discount code and you can save a bunch of money there. So. But, uh, all right, we've got yeah. one more comment, one more comment. So from my buddy Jay Moss, he says, uh, one of my many pickles to brand or not to brand. I am fairly new to knife making. Uh -huh. Just finished up. Brand it. Yeah, but you got to brand it. Brand it. Uh, got to brand it. You got to brand it. He, he, I mean, I'll read the rest of this comment real quick. But he says, I just finished my knife, knife recently, and I'm getting a, a small but a growing number of people requesting commission. Uh, commission work. I could see this being a side hustle, but not sure if it's the right time to brand myself as well as having uh, a time to think about what I would label my brand. Here's what I'll tell you. If you do not brand your stuff, people won't, you know, you see me shamelessly promoting my work. I, yeah. people bitch about, oh, I was just see you're everywhere. You're I see you. All, yeah, yeah, I'm a whore. I'm all out. You're a sellout and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing what it takes, all right? And you have to be willing exactly. to take that criticism. You know, I, I, I take it, you know, whatever, and yeah. I hear it. But at the same time, I'm also telling a story and inspiring people, and you know my narrative, my rhetoric is, if you want it bad enough, you're going to go out and work for it, and you're going to put yourself out there, and you're going to do it in a way that some people, 
you'll never, never, ever make everyone like your stuff or your brand. No, no. The people who want you to succeed will support you and spread your word and spread your brand and buy from you and support your work or listen and watch your content, whatever it is. And the people who don't want to see you succeed, they'll complain, they'll whine, they'll tell you what you're doing wrong and they'll you know basically non-constructive criticisms yeah and then you and then i this is how i I, this is how i i think of this right the people that do that have immediately labeled themselves in my mind as someone who does not care about my success at all so immediately if somebody tells me you're a moron you're idiot you shouldn't do that you blah 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 you know or whatever the toxic comments the whatever I immediately brand them as that person does not care about my success. They care about criticizing me only and will damage me in the future. Uh, Goodbye block. You're done. And somebody said to me on the, on the Instagram thing I posted, Oh, are you only allow good comments? I'm like, no, I didn't delete the comment. You know, the guy criticizing mm -hmm. me about talking too much, by the way, I didn't even go over the 10 minute mark. I mean, I was or 12 minute mark. I was right at 10 minutes. So, you know, I can't explain this shit without talking. I'm sorry. I can't just run yeah, around and grab right. a pan and bang it on the wall. Yeah. I got to talk about my process. And uh, so there's always you know, going to be that one guy. Dude. There's yeah, always going to. Yeah. Well, and I but. think when it comes to branding, right, my goal isn't uh, to get everyone to like my shit. My goal is to get everyone to be able to recognize my shit. Know your right? shit. Like, exactly. like that, yeah. That's more important than, that's uh, what I than liking it. I don't give a shit if you like it. Mm. You know, I'll put my logo on a fucking turd as mm. long as everybody knows <laughs> it's my turd, you know. <laughs> I shit that. It's mine. <laughs> yeah, it's mine, motherfucker. Mine's the one with the hair on it. Benjamin <laughs> Butler Company it's got a presents piece of corn that's turd mine. in a box. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's signature series. Do you want the green dinner. turd or the brown turd? He has Dude. multiple options. Dude, I got people calling... I got people calling lime green, like neon green. They're calling it pickle cutter green. I love it, it. because be. I just it, put green on everything, it. and when I love they it. ask me for green, Hell they yeah. ask for pickle cutter green. Hell yeah, man. that's yeah. how see? it should be. That's and, that's and how like it you guys be. can't see this, but you guys can. But like, you see yeah. the green, my logo, yeah, my hat. I walk around with my logo on my head twenty four seven. I practically yep. sleep with it. It's Is that uh, AD Kush green? Yeah. Is that the color that is? Adderall Kush. Adderall Kush. With purple crystals. Yeah, the purple Kush. green. You're right, though. Like, color is a is a good point. And, no, it is. And when you're doing a knife, it's hard to incorporate color. When I when I made my logo, you know, three three years ago or whatever, I never even really thought about it much, and I used yellow, and it's a bright sort of caution yep. yellow and i'm never was like a big fan of yellow or anything like yeah, that but and it, it just looks happened. good it looked good and man it mm-hmm. catches the eye yeah. um, i was fact, sitting at a pool hall having a beer and i was literally about i'd say a good 70 feet from the entry door and i was sitting facing the door and I was talking with whoever was in front of me, and I was like, oh, look, my hat. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. So she looks at me and she's like, what do you mean your hat? I was like, this guy is walking into my, into this bar with my hat right now. And like, I, I saw it from far just cause it's, it's, it's lime green on a black hat and it's a big PK, you know? So that's pretty, pretty simple. I, I'm a fan of it. And like with woodworking, it's probably a bit easier than knife making or metalworking you know, I just heat up a piece of metal with, you know, in the shape of my logo and I can put it anywhere, (laughs) you know, but for metal work, how else do you guys get your, your makers mark? I mean, I know you can do like a hot stamp. Super simple process. Yeah. Super simple process. Cut a check for about $5,000 and have a laser etcher sent to your (laughs) I'm not going to do that, Brian. I'm not going to do that. I'll tell you what, man, the, the interest in the laser thing that I got is crazy because I'm, you know, I'm, make, I'm showing all my experiments it with it. Yeah. You know, okay, so all the private messages that I've gotten about, everybody wants to know, like, what did you pay for that thing, you know? I'm going to yeah. tell you right now what I paid for it. So I um, I paid, four, yeah, it was $4,000 to the vendor, so in China, yeah. and it's a 50-watt fiber laser on AliExpress, and then... When it gets over here, DHL processes the customs forms and the imports and the duties. So anything you import from China, you're going to pay a 30% yeah. automatically on top. And uh, so that was another $1,100. So now you put yep. the, the math together, it's like $5,100 to get this device here. To the government. Yeah. Well, yeah. And there's a whole bunch of people out there in China, by the way, that will mark the invoice. Not that, yeah. you know, they'll market to like, you know, you paid $500 or something for this. I'm personally, yeah. I would never, I just don't, for me, I'm like, man, what if I got caught, something happened? I just, I'm not right. that type of guy. I know, I know a lot of people would, would say yes to that. And they offered me that, but I just, I told them no. I said, just yeah. put it to what I paid for it because I don't want any problems in customs. Meanwhile, I had tons of problems in customs and it didn't have anything to do with any of that shit, but it had, you know, the, the other forms or whatever. So, uh, but yeah, so that's the laser at your thing, but that's how we do it. You know, with steel, you you, do um, laser, you can do, um, DC etching. You can use like a little thing and yeah. Okay. I've been thinking about getting stencils made up for DC etching. Cause like some blades that I grind full flat grind or whatnot. Like I, I, I can't stay like, I can't hot stamp it. My blade's yeah. not right. flat. It needs to be right. flat for me to hot stamp it and it look right. But when uh, you when say I, what? when you say DC, that's direct current, right? So you're using yeah, battery yeah. or some battery, kind of electricity, salt to, water, yeah. and a swab. Yeah, yeah you use a catalyst yeah. and electro etch yep. through a through a stamp through a, a stencil. And by the way, Nick, uh, <clears throat> there's a there's tons of companies out there that'll make those little uh, stencils. Stencils, yeah. But here's the thing. I've got one of those brother printer things with a stencil tape. Thingy, yeah. It's like yeah, a cricket, cricket, but it's like it, you can send anything to it. It's like a USB. Yeah. You can It'll do your logo, do everything. You can have it. I'll send it to you or I'll send it to your U.S. address or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't need it anymore because I'm not I'm using the laser thing so you can have it. And I'll yeah. send you the tape cartridges and everything, too. Uh, I think I have the original box that will. So that coupled with like a nine volt battery, or yeah, you can use, 
you can cut any wall wart thing. Yeah. You know, like a computer exactly. power supply, whatever you power want. Supply. You ground Especially it out. Especially since you're just like two letters, that's fairly s- simple. You know, where oh, yeah. where I run into problems, and and I know Brian, you've been messing around with sort of melding together your your two logos, and I'm gonna start yeah. playing around, or I have been playing around with that for a while now, but just sort of an alternative logo because. The, as detailed as mine is, if yeah. it's any smaller than about yeah. you know an inch by an inch and a half, it's it looks like it. shit. Yeah, you yeah. lose it. Yeah. That was the catalyst, by the way, of, for our rebrand because the the flag yeah. logo is too complicated, and yeah. my laser cutter's like I can't do it. You know, I can't print yeah. it out. It so you know, take the page out of pickle softer, cutters, but in but. steel, it was too much. Exactly. So, like Nick, your logo super simple: the P and the K, and it's like a lightning yeah. kind of look to it. Super easy mm-hmm. to replicate that and put that in anything, and it's very recognizable, uh, yep. which is the reason why we did the HM with the lightning bolt in between. It's kind of like the a nice segue away from my original logo, and then no, and it then, looks you know, really you can really do, good too, though, man. And it's, Seriously, yeah. Thanks to Sarah, she she worked on that yeah. real hard. Yeah. You know, she put that together, and that's not like a stock font. Like she handmade right. she built all those that. letters nice. she yeah. built it she worked yeah. for it yeah. she works yeah. for she she's married to me That's she cool. has to work for it right? she has no to doubt. work she works for it every day <laughs> <laughs> well hey listen guys uh we are now at the uh i don't even know yeah. i gotta look up but we're we're right like up hour, hour 40 yeah let me so get one I'm more thing myself. if we have a, a second yeah. So anyway, I appreciate you coming on the show, Nick. And if you want to plug hey, anything, plug it right me. now. Plug it right now. What do you, what, where can we find you? You could find me on Facebook at Pickle Cutters. There's a page. There's a group page. With a K. If you don't want the group page, that's not where I post my shit. And um, on Instagram as well. I don't have a web page yet. That's something that's going to be in the work soon, sooner than later. Um probably going to be making some content too i didn't bring it up and i didn't want to bring it up but now that you're telling me to plug it uh that's why i've been messing around with reels trying to work some you know get the feel of it i'm not not my type of thing to do too too much but you know i'm willing to put the effort in so might be seeing some of that too but uh besides that if you're looking for me i'm in the shop i'm grinding (laughs) knives <laughs> he's in New Brunswick, Canada. You yeah, find New him there. Brunswick, Canada. Just find ask for pickle. Here. Talk to anybody in that town and say, "Where's pickle live?" Oh, they'll tell I'll you right that. where I find am. Find Maine and cross the river. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brian, I wanted to really quick mention before we uh, head off. I I got my B Cone Knives uh, knife collab knife in the other day. And I'm holding it nice. here. Oh, yeah. Is, so this is sort of what we worked on was trying to come up with just a shop knife. You know, for, you know, just a little has aspects of a marking knife, um, but also just sort of a general purpose cut boxes, mark dovetails, you know, whatever the hell. Use it as a little pick to get some shit out of some stuff. And anyway, um in somewhat of a spur of the moment decision, I, I'm going to try to do some uh, lives and might even do some clubhouse stuff as well. But uh, looking for folks to collaborate with me and Brian to uh, put a handle on the thing. So right. hit me up. 
Yeah. So I'm I'll, I'll let, I'll let folks know. I just came in from Amazon, so I'm going to try to get Wi-Fi out of my shop. Nice. So I'll yeah. Be able to join so you guys follow from my along. Shop and... next time. Let me ask yeah, you something. Yeah, that's my goal. Let me yeah, ask you something about that. And... About that knife, though. So what's yeah. the what's the goal for Brian? Do you know, like, is he going to like produce a ton of these, and maybe you guys make like a production line of like fifty of them or something, or like, what do you think? Not ne- that that was not the original sort of goal, but I think you know, without putting words in his mouth, I think he would probably make more of them. Okay. Um, I don't know that we have that as a stated goal. He and I have been missing each other. And so I think what where I left it on my Instagram stories was if you're interested in buying one, let me know. And, you know, sure. we'll see where make we're at. Um, for now, should... the goal was just to collaborate and uh, make content around it. He's going to be releasing a video. I'll be releasing a video uh, or more than likely I'll be doing sort of a series of lives and stuff like that. You know, actual working sessions. Love to have folks like Nick on and you, Brian, on and different, you know, different times. Just kind of monkey around with it, you know, figure out, number one, a design. And then number two, you know, sort of the process. And then number yeah. three, maybe pulling different people. I love that, that design. That, that, that marking really, knife design. I'll, let me tell you, because I use, I just use like cheap razor blades and stuff all the time yeah. in my shop. Just to, I have one in my pocket all the time. I just bought it at Walmart. It's like a heart yep. brand or whatever, but it yep. dulls quick. I mean, it, you know, it, it does. And I've thought about making what you have in your hand, which is like a marking knife with a long handle, but a short blade, just something to open boxes yep. with, you know, just something I could beat up. On this. Yeah. yeah, he's got a two-inch blade on it, and I ca- I carry around uh, Jocko's Maker Knife, which yep. is just a box cutter, fancy box cutter, you know. But I had um, I had this trim leather trim knife from Tandy uh, yep. that is kind of a triangular shape in a way, and so we looked at a bunch of knives and we just kind of monkeyed around, and and he started drawing this up, and I was like, man, that's that is perfect. But really thin uh, stock, so it's pretty flexible, and it's got a really cool Damascus pattern on it. Uh, I think. Yeah, I was gonna say it's hard to see, but you sent me a picture on it. Yeah, it's Damascus. Yeah, check out my feed. There's some there's some pictures, and I'm trying to get some better pictures. I'm just I'm so terrible at product photography, but anyway. um, Speaking of all these little shop knives and tools and all that stuff, uh, have you guys ever checked out uh, Riley Knife and Tool? Yes. Uh, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He does some nice like scrapers and utility cutters like out of like solid materials and like he does some nice stuff. Micarta and. I've saved Mm -hmm. a bunch of those marking knives that I've that I like the shape of on Instagram and I've been thinking about doing something like a production line. Yeah. Well, making one for myself, but I mean, you know, we could pump. We could pump like a shop that shop knife, yeah, yeah, shop knife. We That's could pump that I into was... the plasma CNC. We could cut out fifty of them, and then Amen. I could uh, anneal them and send them to Brian. He could grind them, and Why then you grind, uh, you grind knives. I want to see more of your knives, Brian. I make grinders. I, I don't even. He I don't even grinders. know how to use one. I have no idea. No, I'm kidding. I, 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 I would, but it would be a fun collab, right? To send, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, send yeah. some That's to him. I, yeah. So you know, I'll do the, I'll do I the think, initial um, steel work and. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's talk more because I think uh, I know when I um, 
when I put in my stories, you know, hey, let's let's collaborate, let's do a live design session, sort of taking cues from you, Brian, who you know you do that so well in your videos where you let the community drive the project, and that's kind of where I'm at is. You you tell me what you, would work in your shop, you know, yeah. uh, and we'll build a knife together more or less. And here's the prototype. Yeah. Number one, what's a good utility handle? And you know, I've 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 thought about making some micarta to be honest. I think it'd be kind of fun to play around with that. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. I you know I've got Total Boat uh, epoxy. Um, they they showed some interest in working together on different projects, and so. That's one potentially, you know, I've got some antler around here. I've got so much shit laying around here. I could make a handle out of, you know, it's like, so you got uh, and then I've also got a damn CNC yeah. that can make knife yep. scales. Man, that's know? a good so, point. You could yeah. integrate the freaking shop bot into this. You yeah, could buddy. put down, yeah. you could make your own. This the would be super cool, yeah, right? If you made some, uh, made some sheets of, of yep. like epoxy micarta. and you or micarta or whatever, yeah. And then and ha- and then made them thick enough to be a handle. You could CNC cut all of yes. the profiles yeah, for the, the handles, yeah. and it would make it super uh, simple. Ben Ben Siegel Ben's bites. He was messaging me. Um, he sent me some examples of uh, he's, CNC he's work cool that he's stuff. done on handles. Yeah. His handles are just they 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 hurt your fucking head. They're so, they're top so the incredible. They're solid. <laughs> top of the line. Solid. Yeah. yeah they're solid. And, handles. Uh, like I've seen some nice handles out there and Ben's got some nice fucking handles. Yeah. yeah they're just yeah. so clean. Um, but he, he actually took a, a handle. It looks like, and then he CNC'd into it almost like a leopard yep. print or something. Just yep. really, really. I've spoken cool. to Ben about doing a collab once, uh, like before the holidays, and we said we'd catch back up after the holidays. Yeah. So I, I got to catch I'm up on orders to... and catch up to a few people because I got a few of yeah. those in the go too. But nothing's getting done right now, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm supposed Thanks to make some leather. Uh, right. I'm supposed to. I know. I'm thinking Get to now work, of all you the stoner. Things. Quit, I, quit I, smoking uh, all that weed and start nah, working. Nah, I can't <laughs> with the weed. Give me a break. I'm supposed to make some leather sheaths for Ben as well. Well, that's what. That's kind of what I was thinking too. Was like with this shop knife. Here's my biggest challenge. So yeah. once you have the knife, where do you put it? You know, it, it, it's it's I, always sharp. You can't fold step. it. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I would love. Here's what I would love. Pocket. I would love a uh, uh, on my belt, right? Something uh-huh. that follows follows the belt, not something that hangs down, but something that follows the belt, like a side sl- uh, sleeve. Oh, I see. I you like see what I'm that. saying. Have somebody make yeah. a belt. I can yeah, make well, a belt. Yeah, you, we then... can make a belt, or you can make something that would slide over a belt, and it, yeah. like you know, and it, and then like also that. it could be a nice concealed shiv, you know, in case you yep. know. I never, <laughs> Just in run case into so a one of the <laughs> one of the challenges, <laughs> right? You never know. Uh, Stab a motherfucker. You, you never know. To, I mean, I, when you're I'm, going I'm to crazy. AutoZone, I am crazy. Uh, th- th- those that frequent AutoZone after close may need a shiv. <laughs> I show up to AutoZone, my hand all covered in blood, my shirt's all covered in blood. I got a freaking shiv in my pocket, and Just I'm want like, a fucking "Oh, I battery. cut my hand. I, I cut my hand, sir. We're gonna need you to step outside." <laughs> call the cops all right guys with that being said i'm gonna i'm gonna we gotta end the show all right we gotta end it Wrap at it some up. point 
we got to wrap this up. And we truly appreciate you guys, everybody who's been listening to the Work For It podcast. Thank you so much for all you guys and and, um, doing everything you do. And I want to send a big shout out and thank to Pickle Cutters, Nick. I I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for hanging out. I know you want to get back to work. Yeah, man. Anytime. You're welcome back. Nice meeting you, Ben. Sorry yeah, about the other well. night. I was drunk. That was awesome. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. I heard, I heard so about funny. that, by the way. I heard. I, yeah, Ben's I was like, my I was talking to, to Nick, and he sounded like he was a little bit drunk. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely him. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Well, now I, I was working on the damn cabinet laying on my back trying to put a damn uh, – uh, drawer slide in i was oh it was it was pretty fun so you gave me a good laugh and i'm like <laughs> ben <laughs> it was awesome all right guys it's time to end this thing right, we y'all. appreciate you all right we'll talk yes, to you sir. guys soon thanks for listening and have a great week where you will work, work for, for it, it baby yeah. peace you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.